שמאזינים לרדיו כל רמה. ועכשיו, תוכנית הבוגרים. היי, Thank so you, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I really have to say, like, um, radio is one of my um, all-time favorite camp activities. I find that, like, it really just takes my mind off of, like, a lot of, like, the stress that, um, that I personally find in, like, these first few days at camp. Um, and, I've, um, and I've always, like, been fascinated by radio. Like, when I was a little kid, I always, like, loved... listening to it while I was going to bed um, and then when I came here um, uh, radio was definitely recommended to me because my dad went here when he was a kid and he was on the radio and he um, oh. had told me like before I came here for the first time that it was just um, an awesome activity to do so um, I like instantly like checked it out when I got here for the first time um, which was the summer of 2019 when I was in Sharashim and um, it really is awesome so thank you so much for having me here our absolute pleasure I, I wanted to ask you what what particular favorite what do you like particularly to listen to on the radio um, I listen to like a lot of like classic rock um, because my parents they're subscribed to Sirius XM and they're always playing stations oh, like the 80s no <laughs> yeah and the classic rock stations so I've definitely gotten very into that I actually took um, two classes in college from a guy who used to work at Sirius XM really wow yeah his name is John McDermott um, for listening hi <laughs> I've always been interested like how like these certain like serious XM stations get started because like occasionally they'll add something new for like a specific genre or a specific band and I've yeah. always I always wonder like how these um, come to be like they're like they have to get a petition from viewers so could you explain what Sirius FM is because maybe not everyone out there is familiar so Sirius XM it's like this radio platform that you can subscribe to um, and it's commercial free um, and they play like music and some news um, and um, they have different channels for like different genres of music or um, or different bands and they also have like I think I've mentioned before news channels they have comedy channels mm. um, there's definitely a lot to find there um, and that's why I really like it and um, it's usually it's something you listen to in your car but they have an apps where you can listen mm. um, outside of the car do you think the subscription model works well for radio you know I generally mean, and specifically here I think that like you Um, if it's like something that people are willing to invest in like to get like um, very high quality radio without commercials um, then it's it's definitely um, a great investment um, especially um, you know for people who are um, 
looking for things that are like slightly more organized so to speak but no offense yeah. to like channels <laughs> like this but the, uh, they're definitely no are. offense kiss fm <laughs> don't want to make any high enemies over there no, definitely not yeah though. but they're um definitely um some people who just like listening to like regular am and fm radio right and um sometimes like i like that like whenever i go like on vacation my dad always plays like am news radio and i um just find that like very helpful to fall asleep to mm. i guess i i want to i want to kind of know why should someone pay and obviously you're not advertising you know serious fm but wh- why would someone pay a subscription fee for radio when there are many fm and am channels out there which you can get um i think that um someone might do that um just so that way they can really maximize the amount of time they listen to the radio and also to get like some more diversity um because channels like there are channels that play specific things like specific genres specific bands um specific types of news or um or comedy (laughs) um so yeah, so I think that like if you have like certain like personal tastes um, and like your interests aren't very broad um, and also like commercials every few minutes really drive you nuts, mm. then I would definitely definitely um, yeah. invest in Sirius XM. I de- I definitely agree. I mean, I, I I think as a as a Brit, what we have, which I think is a great commodity in my country, is the BBC. What that is is you pay a license fee every year. And what that means is you can watch television and radio without adverts whatsoever. Really? And so no adverts and more than that, they, they put as much effort as they can into producing, you know, new uh, BBC-owned content. It's a bit like Netflix in the sense that they really want to push forward BBC-made content. There is obviously a bit of a debate now as to whether it's worth paying the licence fee when you can subscribe to a service like, like Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah, well... First of all, that's awesome. I actually have a really good memory of SiriusXM. So when I was, this was like 10 years ago, but my family and I, we went to, we went to um, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida, and we got a rental car that had SiriusXM, and we were listening to the comedy station for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are they making their own stuff on there? I don't know. Because my story's from 10 years ago, so... Sirius XM, well, they have, like, their own specific channels. Um, but they do have, like, certain um, channels for, like, um, TV stations that, like, exist outside of Sirius XM. Like, Comedy Central, CNN, um... And I think they have, like, several, like, business and religious yeah. stations, um... So yeah, it, it is very interesting. Um, wow. Well, thanks for providing an insight into that. I mean, that's certainly something... It's a model that I'd never heard of. I'm sure plenty of people here have, but certainly I've learned a lot. So thank you, you know, for eloquently explaining that. You're, you're very welcome. It's, like, <laughs> well, it's definitely a huge part of, like, my regular car rides. <laughs> Your regular car rides. What other... Are you So do you listen to any other radio stations at all, or is it Sirius FM is love, Sirius FM is life? I, um, so I have this um, app on my phone called TuneIn, oh. and um, where basically you can listen to like a bunch of like different radio channels um, and podcasts, um, but with commercials, I think, um, or mm. podcasts are mostly commercial free. Right. But so 
what I, what I had been doing the past like few days before I'd come to camp was I would um, plug in my phone right near my bed and then I would turn on this podcast and um, I'm a huge fan of the show The Office, the US version. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. It got me through quarantine. Um, it has a huge place in my heart. And it's been off the air for about 10 years now. But two of the actresses from the show um, have this podcast called Office Ladies. Where they give like... And, um, Is that and Pam and what's her name? Hmm? Is that Pam and what's her Pam name? Pam and Angela. Pam yeah. and Angela, of course. Um, they have um they give you like a really good insight into like each episode as well as like some special um, oh amazing podcasts wow. um, related to the show and i just like love um listening to it because occasionally they'll have like other actors from the office on um and it's just like um i just find a lot of it like very funny and very entertaining and i feel like it's um great to like wind down listening to and like you can fall asleep listening to it yeah um i love those sort of behind the scenes glances and there's something quite similar for the uk office actually by um not david brent who's basically the michael scott of the uk yeah, version yeah. i don't Which want to get into a whole debate we certainly can get into a whole debate I mean, I UK ver- i'm sure we got very opinionated on both office. sides i've never really watched it in its whole it's definitely something and it's quite to hard to access over here yeah sometimes. i'm not sure like where to where to find it um here in the states but um it's definitely something i've wanted to check out for a while yeah because I've heard a few people, believe it or not, say that the British version is better than the American. Oh uh, well, I think you're looking at one of them. You're looking at one of the people who says that, but I don't hold it against you. That's no, I mean that's, I, that is I very have, much like, tremendous respect. And like Ricky Gervais is a hilarious comedian, so yeah. it's definitely something I've wanted to uh, to watch for a while. So maybe like when I get home, um, I'll look at um, where to find that. Yeah. I'd recommend it, genuinely. And I tried to watch the US version. I'm sorry, I just can not get into it. I'm sorry. I, I just cannot get into it. I like, you know, Scott's Tots and, you know, <laughs> yeah. the fire drills and oh, that, that was- Prison Mike. Yeah, um, all the big ones, but I can never yeah, get into those, it. Yeah, those were all hilarious. Um, and yeah, like, a lot of people... Um, um, definitely say that the UK office is better than the US office. Although I also know like a few people who say that like the British version is much more depressing than. Oh the, yeah, it's definitely um, much more depressing. I think yeah, the US like, office puts a smile on my face. Yeah, so it's a lot more upbeat and like yeah. funny in a brighter way. I think they're very. It's like comparing cats and dogs in some ways. I think the US office is very much a uh, very good, but your, your conventional sitcom. Yeah. In a sense, you know, it can never really be a real office you would never walk into a real office and have and the uh, antics yeah, which happen the point like, of the uk office is it's very much a reflection of real life and therein lies it's comedy yeah and they definitely try to like make it depressed with like this one like jerky guy like running the office and just like trying to make everyone laugh but he, he ends up like <laughs> you know making everyone like sad there, there's a scene i think where michael scott meets david brent outside a lift yeah yeah <laughs> i um, thought that was hilarious i thought that was a great is, yeah, crossover it's like meeting the alternate version of yourself and they actually get they get along very well they do yeah and um it's like not something that i'm surprised at but i do feel like that michael scott is like a little bit of a nicer boss than david brent yeah 
I think David Brent isn't nasty. He's he not. just misjudges his humour completely. Yeah, yeah. And how his employees perceive him. He thinks he's some kind of massive entertainer and philosopher. He's yeah. not. He's just a bit of a, you know, a bit of a fool. Yeah. You know. And um, I think they even, like, toned down his character. Like, they had this pilot that ran, like, a few years before the show. And they just really made him, like, this, like, nasty guy. Um... That was even creepy in some ways, but um, yeah. they really like. I think they toned it down, but I think in a, in a good way because I, th- I think the nuance definitely adds to the uh, to the sitcom. Definitely, yeah. In my view, what what other there's also U- U.S. and U.K. versions of uh, a few things. I know there's a U.S. in between us. I don't know if you've heard of that. I I'm not familiar with that um, that much, but um. Have you ever heard of, like, this really old show called All in the Family? Yes. I think that was, like, originally a British show that they adopted. All in the um, Family? Do you know what it was adapted from? I don't know the name of the show, but I do know that there was it was, there was an original British show that it was based off of. Um, I'm not I'm not really sure. Oh, Till Death Do Us Part. Ah. Uh, yeah, I think I didn't know it was adapted to... America. Oh, that's brilliant! I'd better check yeah. that out. You know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, there's obviously lots of stuff that we've stolen from you. So, yeah, you know, it goes both ways. I think. Um, um, I think whose line is it anyway? Also started off as a British show. Whose line it is? Is whose it? Line is it anyway? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of like the uh, the game shows um, are like like there's a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Um, I think Americans Got Talent was after Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I think it's funny. A few like a few years ago, my TV at my house was broken, and the and we could only get this one channel. That it was a Spanish channel, and it was playing. I think like a Spanish adoption of Family Feud. Yeah. So yeah, that was um, definitely funny to see. Um, so yeah, I think there. Yeah. Um, and The Office has actually been um, adopted in, like, a host of different countries. I think there's actually... There, there's, like, a German version? I think there's yeah, a French version. like, a version in South America. Yeah. Believe it or not, there's actually this Israeli show about a supermarket. Um, I think it's called <laughs> Checkout. That's, um... Checkout. Ah, Nahon. Very, very, um... Based off of the office, and it, it, I, um, I watched an episode of it once at my temple, and it was it was hilarious. Like you could definitely see the parallels between that and the office, but at the same time, it was like its own thing and its own environment. So it was cool to see. Wow! Do they play a lot of stuff at your temple? That do they? Um, they? It's, it was like this special event. Like I'm. Um, part of this like youth organization that's like sort of like Hebrew school after your bar mitzvah right. and like one day they um, like as like a special occasion they decided to show us an episode of the show um, and it was it that's was pretty cool you got a pretty cool temple actually oh, mine you. would not you know would um, not show anything of the sort but and, um, there you go but yeah it was very interesting I feel like a show like The Office is something that like can be adopted in a lot of countries because like it's relatable for a lot of people like this like sort of yeah people going out to work every day that's kind of a universal theme isn't it top boss like yeah it's very easy for like but you know Gervais did very well out of that I mean he made his career and he's one of the richest comedians alive um, isn't he yeah like I don't I don't 
he believe um, it's actually funny. I think Ricky Gervais um, and his writing partner, who he wrote the British Stephen version, Merchant. Stephen Merchant. They were in radio together. They were on the BBC yes, they did XFM. Which that's how that's how they met. Um, yeah, they did, didn't they? I've, I mean, some of it's actually on Spotify, and you can listen to some original Stephen Merchant, Ricky Gervais, and also yeah. Cole Pilkington, I think. Yeah, they they collaborated, which I find hilarious. I'll check out at the end of the summer. <laughs> it's, you know, it's very British humour, but I think yeah. everyone can enjoy that. Yeah, it's actually, hilarious. Yeah, I really um, appreciate, like, British humour. Like, one of my favourite shows is Mr. Bean. Mr. Like, Bean. But oh. I feel like because he barely talks, like, it's something that, like... Like everyone can understand. I think the fact that he barely talks means it can be basically shown anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone really can appreciate it to the f- same extent that everyone yeah, else I mean, can. Like, you could not know a word of English, but you could be like on the floor laughing. Yeah. From Although, I mean, I don't know if you know a lot about Rowan Atkinson, who was the actor who played Mr. Bean. Do I you know mean, any of his other work? I know he did like Johnny English, and um, I think he has like this new movie out that I saw on Netflix. <laughs> Man um, vs. B. Yes, I've, I've heard of that. But I think what's a shame is he did he did actually had such a long ranged career. He actually did a lot of stuff. He did the Blackadder, for example. He did the Thin Blue Line. He did not the Nine O'clock News. I don't know. Have you heard of any of those? I um I haven't really, but um it's definitely. I would rate that stuff actually above Mr. Bean. Yeah, genuinely it's and it's stuff where he actually talks I think he's funnier when he's talking yeah yeah and personally controversial I don't think Mr Bean is all it's cracked up to me I think it's very popular I think it's definitely not the extent of his intelligence actually I personally um like um the cartoon version that uh, we did a few years ago better um, really yeah oh dear. Um, but I definitely I like the live action version that they did in the 90s but Rowan Atkinson he is actually like a big inspiration oh well because like he um good. i think like he was born with some sort of like physical like disorder i don't know if he had a lisp or so. i heard he yeah, had a lisp yeah. but i don't and, um, i don't know if that's true because you don't hear it and he was like being like he was constantly like rejected from a bunch of different productions but um he, he persevered through it and um now mm. he's like one of the most recognizable faces absolutely in the world. yeah he is and you know he's still up and he's still doing stuff he's still working yeah and i think and some of the stand-up stuff he does as well if, you, if you're interested in rowan atkinson just google rowan atkinson's stand-up it's far from the 80s yeah, and he does yeah. some amazing material in fact we can probably do some of his sketches on this show actually we can either read them out what's quite funny is there's um a priest sketch which is well i don't want to spoil it for people it's don't worry totally yeah. ramar friendly i don't know you've not heard of that yeah, have you I'm, i don't know I'm, I'm sure it's um it's not but I I love like sketch comedy like SNL Key and Peele I love Key and Peele um do you like Monty Python? I I haven't seen it that much I think um like my dad and my sister watched like a few of the older movies and it was all just like very silly and like it seemed really stupid to me I didn't really get it um but I'll I don't know I mean so, you know, it's one of those things that I'll check out again, like... You say you like SNL. How did you feel about Kenan Thompson leaving SNL? Because I'm not over it. Oh, I didn't I didn't even know he left SNL, but that's, like, a huge, a huge loss for them. Because he was on the show for 20 years, like, I think longer than any other cast member. And he... One. Yeah, like, in this day and age, like, SNL, they're sort of lacking, like, a little bit. I personally 
really like their stuff from like the 70s and yes stuff, like, classic snl yeah from, like the 90s like with like adam sandler and will Ferrell. andy sandberg kind of in the early noughties oh, yeah, the, you the, the, yeah the you're talking a bit older than that aren't you and i mean there is some funny stuff um on there um still today um but I feel like there was just like a chemistry that like all the actors had. It kickstarted, and I've said this before. It kickstarted so many careers in Hollywood. That really is yeah, a breathing like ground for so all of that. God, their start, and like I, I love the show. Even like, even um, its current seasons. Because um, I just feel like it's just such like a wide range. Like I feel like it's like an entire like. TV channel itself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I stopped watching SNL once Keenan Thompson left, because here's the thing, 80, uh, 80 Brian, Kate McKinnon, um, yeah. Kyle Mooney, Pete Davidson, and Keenan Thompson all left at the same time. Really? So, oh, wow. Well, was there a thing, was there a Machloka um, or something that happened? Machloka. I mean... A, a, a Machloikas. You know, the Hebrew word, argument. So, I'm guessing they're probably going to have, like, a bunch of new cast members, so it'll be interesting to, like, to see, um, what happens with that. Like, I know SNL has done this a few times before, um, like, in the 90s, they fired pretty much the whole cast, um, a bunch of them who are, like, very, like, close-knit in a bunch of movies together, like, Adam Sandler, David Spade, uh, Chris Farley, um... Chris Rock. Um, yes, of course. And um, so yeah, they fired almost the whole cast, and then they got a new cast with like Will Ferrell and um, a few a few other people who um, who I forget. But um, and it just really. I think for me, SNL is quite hit and miss, again. and they do some sketches which are just hilarious. Yeah, but there, there'll like, be many which just go on and on and drag some, on and yeah, aren't I mean, that amazing. Like some, just a few sketches. Even like ones that aren't that well known, that I've just go- that I've just gone yeah. YouTube and I think that's quite. Co- I think that's quite common with sketch comedy. It's not all going to be a, a top quality material, you know. Even the yeah, Pythons like I find that with wasn't like a all few of the good, other, you know. Um, a few of the other shows, like I don't know. Probably my all-time favorite sketch is um is Coffee Talk with M- Mike Myers, like where he pretends to be like this sort of like old Jewish woman with like a very thick New York accent. Yes. Did you see the one with Barbara Streisand? They're talking about Barbara Streisand. Oh yes, and then she's she comes in from behind them, and that that wasn't scripted. Like she was like a block in a limo, a block away from the studio, and she's like, they're like, hey, you want to have a cameo on SNL? They're talking about you in this sketch, and like their reactions were genuine. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. It was that sketch was with Mike Myers. Um. And Madonna and um, I think Roseanne, Roseanne Barr, and, and um, yeah, and um, but it's funny in the in that sketch, like um, Madonna, her character actually insults Madonna, so it's sort of like funny to see. Um, but um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what else I um. How do you watch? How do you watch SNL? I was, I've only seen it on YouTube. Is there a channel which is SNL, or is it on, what channels are on? On YouTube, and I think like you can find it on like NBC streaming or mm. Peacock or one of those uh, streaming services. I don't know; they're all very complex. Yeah, 
No, I mean, totally. Well, that was a really interesting conversation. I just want to ask, does, do you have any music you'd like to play? Um... I, um... I'm, um... So lately I've really gotten into the band Coldplay. Ah, uh, Coldplay. Actually, I went to see them in concert a few weeks That's ago. That's quite cool. And I, um, actually I got, like, passes to the floor and I got to stand really close to the stage, so it was awesome. But, um, probably my favorite song from them is called The Scientist. <laughs> the Scientist? Okay, yeah. Right Shall we play it? Sure. Hello, good afternoon. This is Cole Ramar, and with me in the studio today are Amy. Hi. And uh, Jake. Hi, how are you guys? Our special guest today for the Soleil Lin. So, uh, Bogrim. Oh, Bogrim. Ah, oh, dearie. I'm still trying to get my head around all the I, trust me, long I, words. I, I, st- I feel like I'm still in Soleil because this year went by so quickly. Like, I feel like it's just yesterday. Yeah, it's been a long year. That, like, I stepped off the bus and went home. I still kind of feel like I'm living in an extension of 2019, you know? For, like, yeah. 2020 never really happened. It was a fever dream or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? 2020 was... Oh, dearie. It felt like it was one year, but it felt like, like, 25 years. It, it's weird, like, it's hard, it's weird to think, like, now that it's been over two years since that whole shutdown. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like, when I came back to camp, like about a week and a half ago because they have us come a week early yeah it felt like I never left camp that's yeah the best yeah and you're saying this to me but it basically distorted everyone's uh, time yeah. and yeah. did to me certainly that's the way it, it felt for me also but like I and I tend to like get very like homesick like I like really like like um, my time at home even though like I, I like camp also um, so yeah so that's definitely Definitely, like something that was like hard these few days, but um, you know, it just it keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Like, have to like you know take it one day at a time. I think that's you know very good of you, and I thank you for popping in. I mean, this certainly made the show a lot more exciting, having you know all of your insights uh, on it. You know, it's better than just me and Amy talking, which frankly everyone yeah, is sick and tired of at this point, made my day. including thank me. You guys so much. Yay! Hey, yeah, very I nice. Didn't know, by the way, until today, that the office had a British version. You didn't know until today. This is the this is the uh, unjustness of it. You know. Someone creates I genius. Clips of the office, but like I, I never actually like watched the show. Mm-hmm. Well, the office was like is um very special to me because like it, um it was like I watched like it probably like ten times through during quarantine. Like there were days where like. Um, Michael Scott babysat for me and my sister, like, in front of the TV, <laughs> like, because I, I had gotten into, um, the office, um, right before COVID, like, we were, um, my family and I were on vacation, and we were just sort of flipping through the channels in the hotel room, seeing what we could find, and we came across the office, and, like, I'd heard about it a few times, maybe seen a little bit, um, and I never thought like that much of it. Like I had known people who are huge fans, and now obviously I can tell why they're so obsessed. Um, 
But yeah, so then when I got home from the vacation, I started watching it a little bit. And then I it just really, my watching of it really accelerated yeah. uh, during quarantine. And um, So I was binging content to such an extreme during quarantine. It was not even healthy. I was watching seasons upon season, like, per week. Like, yeah. you never heard of it. Same. You know, um, till then. But yeah, um... Because, yeah, because we all had so much free time. I mean, in, like, the end of spring and, like, beginning of summer, I was still wrapping up school, so I was preoccupied with that. But then during the summer, I had, like, nothing to do. I mean, I was doing, like, some bar mitzvah lessons, um, but those weren't, like, that often. When did you have your bar mitzvah? In March of 2021. Oh, Oh, thank you. What great timing. Last year. Um, and so my sister had a bat mitzvah in like the exact same month and it was literally two weeks after lockdown was called so it's the worst possible time well, no you said 2021 yeah did you say 2020 or 21 2021 oh so sorry time, ah like, my bar mitzvah was like right on like the first anniversary of the pandemic and things like still weren't um that great and i could only have i had like all my friends from school and camp like join in on live stream but i only had like my like my family, like my extended family and like very close family friends um, come to the service and like a party afterwards in person but um, actually I got a cameo from Brian Baumgartner who's the actor who played Kevin on The Office Wow! um, for my bar mitzvah and um, very good. At that time I was very big into like the 80s so I got a ride from like from my temple to the party venue in like a DeLorean that was like wow did you go 88 miles an hour like for like a second for a second 88.8 miles per hour because you gotta be careful in those things you might just go back in time yeah you never know what an experience riding a DeLorean what was it like with the doors that lift up like a Tesla it was and was it I mean it must have been surreal it it was like I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it was happening but um but yeah, it was just—it was just such an awesome uh, wow. experience. What other '80s stuff are you uh, into? Um, like a lot of like the music. Um. I like '80s music. It's good. A good yeah. time for music. I yeah. Do too. Yeah. Is the song "Smooth Operator" is that an '80s song? I yeah. I think so. Like the, the, um, definitely either like the. Um, the 70s I think it's definitely it's probably it's only late 70s but sort of it has sort I of wouldn't like know. that like 70s like smooth sound what about like Michael Jackson and stuff I mean he was a pioneer um, of the 80s yeah I definitely I like him um, ah very yeah. nice Oh. Ah, so should, should we, after, after, I know you finished what you are going to say, but why don't we listen to that? Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah, smooth um, operator. What are you going to say? I mean, I definitely like some of Michael Jackson's songs, but like more of like the songs that weren't like as big of his hits like Beat It or PYT I mean those were still pretty popular yeah but like, but all those songs off the Thriller album they were all singles and I they were yeah, in their were, day very popular all yeah, of them yeah I think like there were like a few albums um in the 80s um that like were like almost all the songs were hits like I think yeah. it was Thriller and then Bruce Springsteen's Born in the yes, USA yes like, yes yes that's true awesome. I mean you've got also Off the Wall by Michael Jackson I know that's yeah, 79 yeah, that's, you have to allow it but yeah, that was, it's definitely setting the way like, for I, I, 80s yeah, I like um definitely like some of the like earlier Michael Jackson stuff mm. cause I feel like, like after like 85 86 yeah cause like I feel like know, he sort of like went goes downhill. rocker a little definitely. bit like, as, definitely as a musician and a person 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what was the the album he did? Bad. Yeah, bad. That was. I I I think that was the last decent album he did. Yeah, and then. But I after that, it went downhill. Yeah. For him, well, in my opinion, obviously a lot of people did love his music yeah, after that. I but think he had like a lot of like things like going on in his life, and yeah. I think he was also like doing like some like shady things. Um, yeah, but I think at the end of the day, you know, he changed genres so much during his career. Yeah, like but people listening to him at the start didn't necessarily like where he was going and at like the end. His music, no. like people still like listen to it today, and like um, I mean, there's still plenty of people who like '80s music today, but um. Um, only, like, some of it has really, like, stood the test of time for, like, the, this, like, next generation. Absolutely. Well, listen, should we have a listen to Smooth Operator sure, and see yeah. if that stood the test yeah, of time? Oh, what band or musician sang that again? It's Sade. Oh, oh, yeah. Sade? Sade. Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Sade, yes, apparently. you are listening to... Korama, 102.3 FM. Yes. 